Hello everyone, uh, this is Mike. Uh, thanks for joining me on CapDov. This is a little podcast I've got on work and work, work not being fun. Work being the kind of place where, um, you know, it's, it's fraught with anxiety and uncertainty and, um, you know, fear, you know, this notion that you, you're, you know, work is this thing that you have to do. It's a burden. Um, it's hard. It's, uh, it shouldn't be fun. Um, and, and I want to talk about why I, I feel like this is something that not only is changing, but needs to change. Uh, I think a lot of our culture has set up this model, but I don't know if it's our culture that's done it or if it's, if it's really just a matter of power and control uh, in the hands of a few. And so let's talk a bit about this. I don't know how long, how long the podcast this is going to be, but let me give you my thoughts on it. Uh, so, um, and, and some of my observations come here as I start to, as over the years, I've, I mean, my background, I've worked in, you know, research development groups, I've done a lot in software and, and our world I think is different or has been different than other sorts of industries and ways of working that I find when I'm out, um, now in the marketplace working with teams who are working now or wanting to work with agility or agile and they're from different disciplines and domains and i'm not going to mention what those are but just imagine other groups other groups who do other things in a company but they're not involved in software they're not involved in technology uh, where a lot of these uh, principles practices emerged uh, and and what i notice and what i actually what i find very surprising when i first started doing this and i've been doing a lot of this over the past few years but what i've, I've noticed is that there's a, a a real breakdown in culture there's a complete lack of collaboration immense sense of fear and uh, uncertainty about what people's work is and how it fits into other people's work, into the company, uh, and, and sort of a, a, a strong sense that everyone is kind of always being judged, they're always being watched, and uh, on guard for, you know, people either, you know, either, um, you know, maybe getting fired, or maybe it's around competition with coworkers. Whatever it is, uh, there's just a a real a real uh, sense that there's isolation of people in the workplace, and fear and anxiety in the workplace. I mean, it seems to be everywhere. And uh, you know, you know, it in the the power in the hands of a few that I think trickles down into fear, anxiety, and uncertainty, which likely makes it easier to control people. Uh, but it doesn't set you up for a company and culture that's ever going to be successful in an innovative world. And so this has all got to change. And, and not only change, not just for that reason, not just to be successful companies, but gosh, this is just an awful way to live your life and an awful way to treat other human beings. And I'm just, uh, I don't know how anybody can look at themselves in the mirror and feel good about what they're doing when they're, you know, effectively... I think, you know, breaking down someone's spirit and their, um, you know, their ability to thrive as a human being. And it just, it doesn't enable anything, but maybe that, that broken person's ego as they're destroying that other person. So here, here are my thoughts on it, right? So again, so work, we have this notion that work is this burden. It's heavy, it's hard, and it should be hard. And, and some of that may be cultural. It could be coming from our, you know, backgrounds in the West where, 
you know, we have, it could be a, a religious ethos or um, just a, you know, could be just societal, right? Where this notion of hard work, right? And work is hard and the, the person who puts in all the extra effort and, you know, works hard and, you know, does the most, right, will somehow achieve more. Um, but the work part is always perceived as hard. So it was never easy. Whatever people talk about what they've accomplished, they always talk about how hard it was. And there's, there's an awful lot of people out there on the internet today talking about just how hard they work and, oh my gosh, you know, getting up at four in the morning, five in the morning, and these ridiculous routines that people talk about. Um, and by the way, you know, if you want to get up at four or five in the morning, that's fine. But, you know, you know there's, there's an element to which I find that a lot of that, that culture is around trying to build a sense of control and power over others. Um, you know, it's all... When, I, when you listen to it or you hear it, it's all about how, you know, you're going to be able to out-compete other people by doing this, which is getting you back to that mindset of being this individual, you against the world, um, going to work harder than everyone else, and I won't want to do it, but I'm going to do it harder than anybody else. So there it is, right? Work should be hard, should be a burden. Uh, now, on top of that, um, it's, it's, it's set up as a competitive kind of environment where... We're not in it to help each other. It's sort of a world where everybody's out for themselves. And I don't know. I mean, you can't move back into something that's kind of Bolshevik, right? I'm not suggesting we can become, you know, a communist state. Because, you know, obviously, I guess we've seen that doesn't work too well. But I think that's got more to do with trying to take an industrialized view of society and, you know, trying to trying to make it work at that level. I think... Humans are, I think, I think as humanity moves forward and uh, technology starts to enable us more, I think our ability to create trusting relationships and networks uh, becomes, actually starts to grow. And those networks, I think, be, will still be at the scale that humanity has always had. So, you know, I think the number is about 100. Uh, when I say that number of being 100, I mean that number of people that you may have in your sphere um, that you're going to interact with, that you're going to build trust with, that you're going to collaborate with, that you might do things with. Uh, beyond that, you know, trying to build, you know, trust with other networks, that's hard to do in sort of a very large society unless, you know, we start to look at technology. And I think technology is one of those things that might start to enable this ability to have the organic growth of groups of people who can work together, collaborate together, um, but working in a larger sphere of society. Now, um, you know, historically that had to happen with like government. Government coming in with a big hand and a big stick, uh, keeping everyone in line and the laws of the land doing so. And so I think those things are still relevant, by the way. Government still has, has a role to play there. Um, but then that's just sort of the big stick. And the big stick that also is sort of a lowest common denominator stick. So it's, it's only when things move past a point of, um, you know, harm to others that it becomes necessary. So, so anyway, um, this is that sort of competition, comp competitive world where, you know, our education system sets us up for this, but our workplaces are like this. And it's all, all embedded in this are sort of a series of judgments on people, right? So scores and marks in class, comparisons against others, people and pecking orders within a company and having a hierarchy. All of those things build shame and uncertainty in people. Um, it builds a, a sense of power over others for, for some. 
um, but it certainly is not leading towards a collaborative culture. So these are all you know things that are headwinds for us, right? As we look forward in the future, um, and particularly in those industries that just have not, you know, have been stuck really industrial age mindsets and how they operate culturally. Um, you know, moving forward, this a lot of that has to get broken down, and that and that's going to have to start with leadership, right? So this isn't. It's, it's about grassroots, about us as people sort of expecting more, but for companies to make this be successful, it's about building cultures where work is not perceived as that burden or, or it's hard. It's, it's work should be a joy and people should feel energized and excited about uh, trying to pursue it. Uh, and I think the pursuit of it, we've got a, a mindset of sort of a very materialist culture where we see work as this way to achieve material gain um, it's for bringing that into your life. And I think, you know, if we can move forward into a world that, that sees work as, you know, something that enables your ability to give to others, right? And I think that giving um, resulting in, you know, a world that's better um, is, is a better mindset if we can get there. Now, maybe I'm too much of a hippie. It could be entirely. But moving into a giving culture instead of one that's trying to acquire a bunch of stuff that we don't need or use. Um, we've we've um, we we kind of we we've built a consumer culture that encourages this. So people buy things and throw them away, and it's that's accelerating at a much faster and faster rate as we look at the amount of garbage that's piling up and um, you know the amount of wrapping that goes into that. It's we've we've built this notion that this is where you're going to get meaning by acquiring things, but then of course you acquire it, you have to throw it away because. You know, either it spoils if it's food or if it's a good, it becomes no longer, you know, maybe it doesn't work anymore or there's a new trend and everybody has something new. So so with this, right, so that materialist view, we've got work being a, a burden, um, you know, a competitive mindset, trying to shift into a collaborative mindset where work is a joy, where we come together to give to others. And how do we share and learn from each other and become better together? Um and the net of that, you know, would be a world where, golly, you know, if we were able to pull this off, where we'd be able to actually be much more successful, much more at peace. And we probably have all that we need. We already have way more than we need um, in the world today, even in countries where they're, they talk about food supply being uh, risky. More people still die as I, or die now, I think, in India over too much food versus not enough. I mean, this is not, the problem in our world today isn't that we don't have enough or there's so much scarcity. It's the belief in scarcity that's causing our pain and our anxiety around having enough things that then causes us not to collaborate together, to take and consume more than we need, not share, to look at things as hard and not enjoy our lives. And ultimately, you know, you know, spend this brief moment we have being a, being a live person in this world you know, really just doing crappy stuff and focused on a bunch of useless things that won't help you. Um, so, you know, I think I think culturally we want to move to a world, and, we, and this starts with us, right, both as leaders and as people working on teams. And, and by the way, you can be at any level of a company and be a leader, walking in and you making the change, and you being that person who brings joy into the workplace, who looks to share and looks to give, um, looks to encourage others, to build others up, not to shame them or make them feel bad about themselves, make them feel like they're incapable. Um, this is so, so much of our workplaces and our education system are set up this way. And we need to unwind that and just, 
you know, really just turn away from those people who want us want us to think that way. Because those people, really, they just want to control you, man. Um, we want to get past that and start to, start to create a new world that's going to be better for us and our children.